Look at what you put on yourself. Look at what others have put on you. Now you get to choose. Do you want that label of ugly? Do you want that label of weird? Do you want that label of crazy, stupid? You know, whatever. Fill in the blank. We all wear it. And this is that moment of empowerment. You pull those stickers off. Hey, I'm Deanna Seymour, a mom, a business owner, and a lady trying to love her body just the way it is. Here's the thing. We all know you've got to make mistakes to learn, but sometimes it can feel like you're the only one getting it wrong. Am I right? I'm on a mission to change that. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. So let's laugh, learn, and celebrate our mistakes at the Imperfect Party. Did you know that I have a free Facebook group that goes along with this podcast? It's called Imperfect Party. Creative, I know. It's a place to boost your business, body image, and mama mindset. You can ask for advice, get feedback, or maybe even make a new friend. We dive deeper into the topics discussed on the podcast, as well as support and encourage each other on our imperfect journeys. You can find it at facebook.com backslash groups backslash imperfect party. See you there. Have you ever really thought about all the labels you're wearing, all the labels you've been given or have given yourself throughout your life, like the good ones, the bad ones? What are the stories that you're telling yourself about you? Once you start thinking about this stuff, it's seriously a total rabbit hole, y'all. Today, I'm talking with Casey Matthews all about letting go of those labels that are no longer serving you. She's a mother of two, a transformational life coach, an inspirational speaker, and as if that weren't enough, an award-winning author of two books. Not one, two. A Mom's Guide to Creating a Magical Life, and Preemie, Lessons in Love, Life, and Motherhood. She has a master's degree in education. She's a certified happiness trainer. That sounds amazing. A Reiki master, and has advanced training in ancestral clearing, and has helped hundreds of people all around the world find more magic in their lives. I mean, does this sound like someone you want to stick around and listen to? That's what I thought. Let's do it. Hello, Casey. Deanna, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. We just got a nice big snowstorm, so it's beautiful outside. You're so lucky. My daughter's so jealous that it, or well, I guess she doesn't, not jealous of you. She's bummed that it didn't snow here. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Poor little Ruby wanted to make a snowman and she can't. So. Uh, well, maybe another day. I know. Day. And today she was like, <gasps> she's four, but she was like, it is going to snow on Christmas because it's very cold out today. And I was like, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so perhaps a future weather girl. We'll see. Sweet, sweet. Okay. So you're, I'm excited about you being on today because we're talking about letting go of labels and it just is very interesting to me. Like I, to be honest, this is like one of the few shows I'm like not that prepared for because I'm like, what, how is this going to go? What are we going to talk about? How's it going to go? But I'm excited to talk to you. I love you're not prepared. You know, I think sometimes there's always such good juicy stuff that comes out of that place, right? Yes. Yes. So what, okay. So tell us before we start, before I just go crazy and jump in, like I always do, tell us what you do, who you are, you know, your story. Yeah. So I'll work backwards. So I am a transformational life coach. I'm also a book writing coach. And what led me to this place is 20 years ago, in the year 2000, I was pregnant with my second baby and our first had arrived two years prior, our son Tucker on his due date, weighing eight pounds. 
And our daughter, Andy, arrived unexpectedly halfway through my pregnancy. She weighed a pound 11 ounces. She had four major surgeries. And it was the moment where my life turned upside down. And then years later, I'd come to see, you know, it was the moment of my greatest gift because it was my awakening. And years later, I just had this tap on my shoulder that wouldn't go away. And it was a book that kept asking to be written, a book where that I searched for and couldn't find at the time about standing up and speaking the truth of what is this really like to give a birth to a baby like this. And, you know, just fast forward to the end, the cover of the book shows it like she's thriving. She's amazing. She beat every odd. And, you know, the story of discovering alternative therapies that we crossed in conjunction and lots of magic and, you know, just angels coming in and huge, huge, huge life lessons. But that's where my story really began, where I I wrote this book that would not leave me alone, that I had to write. And before the first shipment had even left the publisher, I was on a plane to Fort Worth, Texas, to speak to a group of 200 neonatal therapists who really wanted to hear from a parent perspective. And that's what launched me into this business that I had never really intended to move into becoming a speaker. I ended up writing a second book called The Mom's Guide to Creating a Magical Life. It's really kind of more of a workbook and how we can show up in our fullest each days as mothers and, and give the best we have to offer to everybody else while also taking exquisite care of ourselves. Yeah. That, you know, between writing my first book, that led right into helping others bring their books to life and help, helping others bring their best selves to life including, you know, I'm really like a a transformational life coach, business coach, because I help a lot of people bring their businesses to life as well and find the gifts that live within them that they don't really even know quite what those are yet. So that's, that's me in a nutshell. Wow. I just dropped a bunch of little bombs there. I'm like, what? And you're like, oh, that's just me in a nutshell. I'm like, oh my gosh, let me reel it back in, dissect all that. First of all, your first child was born on their due date. Yeah. Is that what you said? And that's really rare also. That's rare. It is. It is. And Ruby was born on her due date. Wow. That's why I know it's rare. Yeah. Crazy. So we have that little connection. Like right when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh. And then you hit me with the second one. I was like, oh my gosh, that's definitely more, you know, crazy. But so, wow. So it just, just happened to you. And I think what's really interesting is the fact that you made something, like you were looking for something that wasn't there and you just like made it happen. I love that. I feel like a lot of people I've had on the podcast are those kinds of people. Those are my people. You make it happen. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's it's moving through life with eyes wide open and being awake and seeing the signs and the guideposts. And when they're there, you know, you follow the trail of breadcrumbs if you're awake enough to see them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. What did you call yourself? A tra- t- tell me your title again. It sounded really cool. <laughs> a transformational life coach. Because basically, the way the coaching works is it's really uh, in life coaching. It's looking at every single aspect of your life from your physical body to your relationships, to your family, to your career, your work, your finances, everything, soup to nuts. And this is about transforming your life in all areas. And, you know, and we can't, we can't have a positive effect on one without impacting all. And in reverse, we can't have one that's, you know, having a weight or an anchor on it without pulling everything else down with it. 
So mm-hmm. it's about up-leveling and bringing everything up to a much higher vibration and elevating it all together. Playing in a much bigger, my clients know I call it the field of possibility, where we step out into that where anything is possible and magic happens. Yeah, I'm already feeling like magic has happened. I'm already like, all right, let's do this. So, so let's talk about labels. How does that, I'm assuming, I mean, when I think of labels, it's like not, not a good thing. And obviously we're talking about letting go of them. But how do labels like get in people's ways or like how do you, what's your experience with labels? I'm going to back up a little further and give you some context. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Tucker was born on his due date. Prior to that, for 10 years, I'd been a class- classroom teacher, you know, so like you, I'm in the school yeah. and I was three years in kindergarten teaching and then moved into the second grade classroom and just love those little kids in that age. And now I'm a new mama staying at home with this new baby that was super easy and took lots of naps. And I was like, (laughs) well, okay, what am I supposed to do all day? You know? (laughs) So out of this, you know, I sat down with my husband and just said, there's, there's a piece missing. I need my own thing. You know, I, there's only so much. And there was sort of this, what is this? And so we really brainstormed, you know, he's always been my best life coach. And Out of that, it was like, what did I love the very most from my classroom teaching? And it was always my own personal love of writing and teaching the kids to write. Love that. So I ended up launching an after-school creative writing workshop business and ran that for eight years. And I was fortunate enough to live half a mile from the school. So the kids would walk over after school. And there was a real need for it because this is when all the standardization of tests were happening. And parents were like, oh, please give these kids something creative. Mm -hmm. So this idea of labels, I would have these gorgeous beings come into my home anywhere from second grade. And they were all grouped by ages on up through high school. And we would do a lot of beautiful creative writing and, you know, noticing the self-consciousness and noticing what they were able to bring out onto the page in a safe place. And always when we would do the bigger writing exercises, we'd lead into that with some kind of writing warm up. So I came up with this idea and watched the kids and I had seen, I kind of adapted it from something I'd seen with Alana Von Zahn on a TV show years ago when I'd been like home on a snow day from teaching. <laughs> and so what I basically did is, you know, the shipping labels you put on a package with somebody's address. I had sheets of those and I put them out on the table and just asked the kids, and this is now something I do in front of audiences with interactive talks and just say, really think about any label anybody else has ever put on you in your lifetime, including yourself. So any label friends have said to you, your parents, your teachers, anybody, you, you know, and to watch what these beautiful children would put, ugly, stupid, Mm -hmm. fat, creepy, weird, you know, it was, it was heartbreaking. And I just sat there and I watched. And then the most beautiful part about this exercise is, okay, now look at, oh, and the fun part, I saw it in my head, but didn't explain it to you is then you take all these stickers off of the, the sheet, and you put them all over yourself. So now you have a group of young students gathered around or, you know, now adults in an audience, 
covering themselves with these labels. It's lively and fun, and we can sort of be witness to each other's labels as we bring them to light, right? It's so much of the work that I do and feel so important is, is the awareness. We're bringing things to a place of awareness. So we're not even conscious that people have labeled us all our lives weird, stupid, bad, ugly, blah, 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 you know, name it. The smart one, the pretty one, the stupid one, the this one. And suddenly we're being asked, okay, what what are those labels? And not only that, like we wear them, just like we wear them on the inside. Now we're actually physically wearing them on the outside. And this is where the switch happens. This is where the perspective shift happens is, do you want to wear those anymore? Is You know, you have a choice. We all have choice. Look at what you've put on yourself. Look at what others have put on you. Now you get to choose. Do you want that label of ugly? Do you want that label of weird? Do you want that label of crazy, stupid? You know, whatever, fill in the blank. We all wear it. And this is that moment of empowerment. You pull those stickers off and take them off and choose, you know, rip them up, put them down on paper, X them out, whatever you like. And then do any of them serve you? Do you want to keep the one that says creative? Do you want to keep the one that says a good friend? You know, so it's this, this, like, what labels serve you? And what labels really do not. So that's where this stem stems from. And how I began first speaking about it was out of this creative writing workshop exercise and then starting to do it with big audiences. And in particular, it was really originally how I adapted. It was using it as my daughter was in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit. It was really asking nurses, therapists, doctors, parents, as you're coming into the NICU to visit your medically fragile child, who's very energetically sensitive, what are you bringing in with you? So it's kind of like clearing out your own junk and showing up as your best self. And these, this, like ridding ourselves of these labels by bringing them to awareness is almost like taking off an old heavy coat that no longer fits you, but you've been slogging around in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the context of it all. That's where it is. And, you know, I think we can go from there. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought it was cool that you mentioned which ones do you want to keep? Because I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I feel like people have called me creative. Like you said, creative. And I was like, mm-hmm. and people call me funny. So I'm going to keep that one. Yeah, you better, you better, right? Like what serves you and what does not, what's, what's propelling you forward to be your best self and what's holding you back from that? Yeah. I feel like for a while in my family, a lot, it was like my sister was the smart one and I was the creative one, like not in a mean way, like nobody, you know, she was just more analytical, I guess. And I was more artsy. And I feel like a few years ago, I say a few, I basically say a few years ago for everything. Cause at this point I'm like, Oh, maybe that was 20 years ago. <laughs> but my mom apologized to me. Cause she was like, you know what? You are also like, you're okay with numbers. Like you're pretty good with numbers. You're smart. And I feel like we always kind of just sort of labeled her the smart one and you, the, you know, wacky one, or that she was like the more serious kid. I was the more wacky kid. And I thought that was like a really interesting conversation. And what a beautiful moment for you as an adult of your mom recognizing the role of labels and, you know, how they've been put on you and your sister. And I mean, that's gorgeous. What a beautiful story to hear that. 
Yeah. I still say, I still like inadvertently say, oh, I'm bad at math, which I'm not trying to do any like calculus. Like that's not going to happen. But I do always say I'm bad at math, but I really honestly don't, don't think I'm that bad at math. (laughs) not that bad at math. It's like my shtick, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think, you know, I'm a real stickler about language, the language we choose to use. And, and, you know, my clients know this all the time because I'm always checking on them and, and saying, Hey, oop, cancel that. Because I, I not only believe it, I know it that when we have a belief like that, even if we're not like, Oh, I don't really believe it, but we speak it out loud. I'm so bad at math. Mine for years was I'm so disorganized. I'm so disorganized. And I would tell mm-hmm. anybody who here, and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Not only am I setting myself up to prove myself right, but the universe is getting in line with it. Oh, okay. She's saying she's totally disorganized. Dina's saying she's terrible at math. Well, let's make sure we prove her right and align everything to be in line with that. You know, so mm-hmm. that's one of the big things I do. And, you know, kind of, like a, a first cousin to labels are beliefs, right? So bringing those beliefs to awareness and to light also and becoming conscious of how we feel, the words we choose to use and what we're saying. And, you know, it was funny. All of a sudden one day I looked and I had, you know, opened a file drawer and there the manila file folding, you know, file folders with the labels on them. And I was like, it's pretty darn organized. <laughs> She's so disorganized. And I was like, what, how has that belief been serving me for all these years? What have I been doing? You know, yeah. I changed my language. I'm really disorganized. So there's my invitation to you. You know, I'm getting better at math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're also like, I don't even know why I said, like, I don't even talk about math that much. Like, why do I even say that? I definitely say the one about disorganized. I do call myself disorganized. But then like, with the podcast, for example, like a few of my guests have written me back and been like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Like you sent me the, like, da, da, da. and I'm like, oh. I guess I'm organized. Yeah, um, and I tend to be, because actually this is now I'm like having a nugget. I'm sorry, I just interrupted you. Please. I feel like it's because I have already said that I'm disorganized and that's my shtick. Then I almost play it off like that was a fluke that I, but it's not a fluke. Like I'm on Asana. Like I have a little Trello board. Like I know what I'm doing because I'm organized. <laughs> but for some reason I just, I'm like, oh yeah, ha ha ha. Like, I, I don't know how that happened. And it's like, Oh, it's almost like giving your power away, right? It's like, you know, that sort of like, oh my gosh, you look so good. And you're like, oh, this old thing, we don't want to look like we've tried too hard, right? We Mm -hmm. just want to show up and be like, oh, you know, it's just so easy for me, even though I'm so disorganized. Look how I was able to pull everything off. And what I'd been about to say to you is I was like, yeah, when I got all your stuff from you, I was like, wow, she's really, really organized with all that. So, so <laughs> well, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you had a nugget because, you know, well, how is it serving you to walk around and say you're bad at math and disorganized, right? Yeah, it's not, it is not at all. As yeah, so if you think of that as two big, you know, mailing stickers that you're wearing on you that say disorganized bad at math. Like, here's your invitation, pull those off. They're not serving you, right? You know, if you want, but how's that helping you in any way? Right? Another one I'm thinking of, it's like a little more obvious, but not obvious, but I don't know what I'm trying to say, tangible. Have you ever like, had to wake up really early for some reason, and then you just feel like you should be tired. So you're almost like, Oh, I need another cup of coffee. But then if you really think about it, you're like, I mean, I'm not that tired. Like, I just woke up early. It's okay. But that's something too, that's like a little trick where you're like, oh, 
I must be tired because I woke up early. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's totally gorgeous. It's, you know, there's a piece I write in my book, Preemie, where I'm like, I'm so stressed out because my daughter's in the hospital. And I came, you know, I write about it. I came to this sort of realization along the same lines of like, wait, do I have to be stressed out? And I was of the belief I have to be stressed out because my daughter's in the hospital. So it's that like, I have to be tired because I woke up early. It's like, this is how it has to be. And then you step back and go, who made that rule? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much about awareness, like just being aware and waking up and being conscious and going, wait, I don't have to play the game by these rules. I can make up my own rule. Yeah. My family has a bad habit too of making jokes about, I guess, being chubby or being bigger, like, or eating to, you know, like, we'll be like, Oh, she's a Miller, like, because my name's Miller, and she's whatever. I don't know. It's like a shtick. Again, I feel like I keep saying shtick instead of label, because I feel like we've already, we've already determined that I'm very funny. So I guess that's why I think it's my shtick. But that's one thing that now like on my body, body positive journey, I have had to be like, Hey, guys, I'm like, I don't really think that's funny anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I hate to be a stickler. But not really serving me, like you said. There, there, you know, like that was the language. It's not serving me anymore, right? Like that is, that is so Deanna owning her power. Like, you know, it's, it's even stronger than, I don't really think that's funny. It's sort of like stepping away, but this, that's not serving me anymore. That's like a declaration. That's like you putting the sign in the ground and saying, nope not anymore. I'm taking that label off. I'm losing that shtick. It's just, you know, I can still be really funny, but just not about that because I'm now a leader and I don't want to see the women that I'm leading making jokes about their body because it doesn't serve us. It doesn't work at all. Yeah. And I mean, the jokes are coming from a place of insecurity. So the more I lost the insecurity around it, the less, like the less it was needed, you know? Beautiful awareness. That's gorgeous. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Well, oh, thank you. I'm like pushing up my hair, tough and tough up my hair right now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, one other thing that I wanted to, to touch upon is that beautiful moment with your mom coming to her own awareness and, yeah. and offering this apology. And you use the word in there also. And, you know, I think so much we go through life in this either or frame of mind, this either or mindset. And, you know, she's either the one that's good at math and she's the funny one, like, you know, and I love the concept of and both, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're good at math, she may be stronger, but it doesn't have to be an either or there's space to play with both. And I think I always kind of see this visual in my head when we move to that sort of space of thinking is like the box blowing up. Stop putting boxes around us, which is what labels do, which is what shticks mm-hmm. do, right? Oh, you know the Millers. Like, no, I don't yeah. know the Millers. Let's blow up that box of beliefs and let's just show up and give ourselves like this beautiful compassion to start anew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I think too, with my sister, like she's more interested in numbers. Like she does quicken. <laughs> I don't like she knows she, I mean, I, I guess. I think she was a math major. I don't now I feel bad, like not even knowing I'm not paying attention, but well, math, and sci- math and science, right? And then I'm like art teacher. Yeah. But yeah, so she's just more interested in it. And also she is also very artistic. Like 
she, it's like the same, like you said, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It could just be that Deanna's more into this, you're more into that, and that's okay. Right, right. I, I see you two getting together and creating a beautiful art project using numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, I always am like, together. <laughs> I would always be like, you have to be the like manager of my like Etsy business. Like I can't do the spreadsheets and the things. You do that part. I'll I'll make the things. Well, and I'll, just, I'll I'll give you like a little moment, like I would a coaching client right there. The word can't, you know, I can't. Well, I'm sure you can. I just oh, yeah. it's not it's not where it's not where my strengths lie. And I yeah. bet somebody who loves doing this bring their strengths forward, and I'll show up and do what I'm the best at. True. Well, I don't mean I can't a spreadsheet. I mean like I can't even with the spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like I quote unquote can't even with this, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I do not enjoy them. So mostly, I should actually just own it and say I probably won't with a spreadsheet. Yeah, or I'll I'll invite in somebody who does really well because why would you spend five hours doing something that would be you know swimming upstream for you? You know, where someone like your sister could come in in 30 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. get done. Like, I mean, we all know our gifts and our limitations, or if we don't, that's where we want to start to hone in on them. Where's our time best spent and what are our gifts? And, you know, where, who's better at other things that we're limited in and how can we, you know, offer what we have and, and receive what someone else has? Yeah. Yeah, working in our zones of genius there. with Love that. Yeah. Well, and also I talk about that a lot with bodies, with body positivity, that it doesn't have to be like your stomach doesn't have to be like flabby or hard or good or bad or too big or too small. It can just be a stomach. Oh, like. (laughs) So, So what if so notice what you just did there? You pulled off every single label like that right there. That's it. That's how we take away the labels. It just is. I am just me. The stomach is just a stomach. And mm-hmm. all is just an arm. A butt is just a butt. A leg is just a leg. Like, oh, wow. We didn't judge it. We're not calling it good, bad. We're just accepting for what is, is what is. Yes. Oh, powerful. powerful. I know. It's so funny, too, because it's like doing less is more powerful. <laughs> it feels kind of funny. <laughs> We strip it down like the the simplicity is incredibly powerful. Yes. Well, I this was a, this was great. I'm so glad we did this. I feel like I didn't really know what I was getting into, but I saw your website and I was like, I don't care what I'm getting into. I just want to get into it with this lady. And I was well, like, let's I talk about it. labels. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrific. I appreciate you taking a chance on me. That's really fun. Yeah. Well, I just knew it was going to be interesting and I was not. I was correct. So there I'm, we go. I'm glad. Good. Good. So tell people, can you tell us where we can find you online? Where do we, where do we hang out with you? Yeah. So, you know, first spot to stop is over at my website, which is caseymatthews.com. And a lot of people think of most Casey's with a C, but I'm with a K and my last name Matthews is with one T. So I'm over at caseymatthews.com and I have a really nice tool over there um, called the Magical Living Daily Planner. And it's a way to approach your days in a soulful way and include self-care kind of first before all the rest. And um, people report back. They just love it. It becomes a daily practice for 
for a lot of people that use it and helping with productivity, clarity, groundedness throughout your days and information about my books and my coaching and my speaking. It's all over there. And then I'm like everybody else on social and mostly on Facebook. I've got um, a coaching page and a page for my book, Preemie Lessons in Love, Life and Motherhood, and then my personal page and um, on Instagram as well, both at Casey Matthews. So pretty straightforward stuff. Awesome. And I'll put all those links in the show notes, but I am just so happy you came on. But before you go, I have to know what song you want to add to my Imperfect Party playlist. So there is a trio of women called the Whale and Jennies, and I love them. And they, when I hear their music, you know, I just can't help but move. And they have a particular song called Beautiful Dawn. And it just when I start to hear those acoustic ga- guitar strings being strung, I'm like right to the heart. I love it. So that's, that's, it's hopeful and it's what feeds my soul. And I hope it does for others. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it. I love when people, I mean, I guess I, I love both when people say one I know and I love. And then also when people give me a new one, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to go Google that and see what, what it is. Yeah, they do a cover of Tom Petty's song Wildflowers. Mm-hmm. And um I you know, that's a that's second in line right behind it. But it just feels like right now it with the season moving into the new year, I felt beautiful dawn because it's what we're all seeking right now. It's what we all need so much. So I play it Definitely. a lot. I play it a lot. Yeah. All right. Well I'm gonna look it up as soon as we get off this call. But I am so happy you came. I'm so happy. Emily introduced us. Woo, woo. Thank little you, shout Emily. out for Emily. Oh, she's the best. <laughs> <laughs> she is. And awesome. I'm going to see you around, I'm sure, on, on Facebook. I'll be in Thanks. there. Thanks so much, Deanna. It was a real pleasure to spend time with you. Thanks, Casey. Bye. Bye. I mean, is it just me or is there something super soothing and magical about Casey's voice? <laughs> I feel calmer and more centered after chatting with her than I have in a while. It's crazy. Like I said earlier, it's interesting to really think about the labels that you're wearing. At first, I was mostly thinking about labels that other people give us, but now I'm really starting to analyze what I'm telling myself and what kind of labels I've been putting on myself all these years. So here's the deal. This is your next step. I want you to really sit with that idea and try to map out what labels you have on you currently. What's old news or stuff that doesn't serve you anymore, or maybe honestly like never did. Do you think you can ditch those labels? I mean, I think you can. And honestly, you probably should. No, definitive here, you definitely should. (laughs) But first, you got to figure out what they are. Like, what are you telling yourself that you're not even noticing you're telling yourself? So sit with that for a little while. Sit on that and think about it. Um, To grab all the links from today's episode, check out the show notes at deannaseymour.com backslash Casey Matthews. But don't forget, it's Casey with a K and Matthews with only one T. She's totally magical. She didn't follow the rules. Don't put a label on her. <laughs> Let me stop. See you guys next time. Oh, and if you liked today's episode, can you do me a favor and click the subscribe button and leave a review? It'll help more women just like you join the party. And you'll get an official Imperfect Party pin in the mail. Just saying. And remember... The beauties in the imperfections.